Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fitness Philadelphia podcast. I'm your host, Dr. John Herding, and I have the absolute pleasure of talking to Philadelphia's best sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, strength coaches, and personal trainers. These movement professionals are the leaders driving the healthcare revolution in the Philadelphia region. During each episode, we gain valuable insight into how these individuals are changing the game. Please stop by precisionperformancept.com backslash fitness with a PH Philadelphia to subscribe and learn more. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Rise Education Platform. RISE stands for Rehab Integrated into Sports Education. We offer solutions for business owners who want to bring more athletes into their practice, as well as clinicians to help them better understand how to integrate sports performance metrics into the rehab setting. Our 12-week master's class for clinicians offers solutions for clinicians to begin to implement these ideas right away. And our business mentorships helps business owners figure out the solutions that best suit their business's needs. Visit sportsrehabeducation.com for more information. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fitness Philadelphia. I'm Dr. John Herding. And today, as always, um, we have another very special guest, Matt April. How are you, Matt? I'm fantastic, John. Thanks for taking the time out of your very busy day to, to join us. Um, I'm super excited for this. Matt is the owner of Bent on Better, a gym in Westchester um, that specializes in weight loss, building community, making sure people have a safe fitness space. I'll let you expand on that when you give your bio. But um, as we don't connect as much as we should, and that's on me 100% probably, but I, I I admire you from afar because you are so high energy. You've built such a great community. People love and respect you and everything that you've built. Um, so I just want you to know that from afar, I've been admiring you for a while. And I don't get a chance to say that because we never connect. Um, but thank you for what you're doing to the Westchester community as well as the Philadelphia fitness community as a whole. Oh, um, man, of course. Wow. <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> let's, there, that's, that's my introduction for you. But as I do on every episode, I think you're going to champion yourself and give yourself a better introduction than I ever would. So can you kind of give the listeners um, or viewers the, like a background of how, how you came to be, how fitness has played a part in your life, your background, and just what, made, what drove you to start the gym and now build this great community that you have? Sure. Wow. What an introduction. Well, thanks, John. I'm, I'm thrilled to be on here because it's uh, podcasting is near and dear to my heart. Um, and I'll give you the, uh, the Reader's Digest version of it all. That'll help tie all the stories together and then talk about a little more about me. But Bent on Better started literally as a podcast and a blog in 2014 when I knew I had a passion for it. And I knew I wanted to talk more about fitness. I just didn't quite know how I wanted to do it. So I used this weird thing called podcast. And at the time, it was like few and far between that people had it. But I was one of those, or I feel like one of the originals. And um, we started the whole, I started the whole thing and just committed to sticking with it. And so I had a whole year of podcasting, interviewing people just like you, professionals in the industry, and hearing more about them and, and their background, and what, the, what motivated them, and getting little fitness tips here and there. But that evolved into one-on-one -on -one training. And then that evolved into me working in all different gyms in the area, eventually finding out that I could do this for myself. And, and I've always been an athlete the, my entire life. So from, from elementary school, all the way through high school and into college, I was in athletics in some shape or form. And I was always a super, super small guy. I'm five, five, but I feel like I'm six, five. And I have always been a little smaller in stature. So I set it as my goal when I get into college to just put on as much mass as possible. And that then just kind of cycled into learning more about fitness and learning more about strength training and, and mechanics and all the different things that come with it. And that you and I take for granted how simple it is. But I realized then years later, fast forward, that there are so many people who are underserved in our community alone uh, and work. And I found this through working at all the other gyms in the area before I had my own place that these people moms and dads and grandparents who who want to change their lives with fitness and they know that there is health benefits and things that can come through it so i decided to start to serve the people who were a bit underserved in my eyes and that kept snowballing and going down and that kind of brought us where we are now and i'm skipping over little bits and pieces which i'm sure we'll dig into in this episode but i wanted to keep it as short as i could for the listeners to so just get an idea of where we are now and and so now 
in Westchester, as you mentioned, we're in Westchester. We now have a thriving community, which I, I'm a little biased, but I think we have the best community in the whole entire area. And I believe that the people here are what make it so amazing. It's the, the community and the individuals and the coaches and everyone who's a part of this as we call the BOB family. This is everything to me. So uh, I wake up every day and I go to sleep every day thinking about the gym and and how we can change more lives. And and so that's where we are today. Nice. I love it. I, and, and I think that's what, um, you know, whether it's a gym owner listening to this or someone that's looking for a gym, I think one of the pillars of any, any gym that you find is the community. And you want to um, find the communities that are, um, really that speak to who you are as a person. Right. And I think some communities are better fits than others. And I think that, um, the community, again, I've said it again, the community that you've got is really good. Can you speak to some of like the pillars of building the community that you have and some of the things that you really focus on making sure that it's a community driven gym? Sure. Yeah. So uh, there are a lot, there are a handful of things that we've done in the past that we continue to do. And unfortunately, a lot of that has discontinued since coming back from COVID and surviving that. But I think it that opened whole new areas and doors that weren't previously there for us to build community. Uh, but simple things like community events where we'll host uh, a workshop or we'll host um, a movie night or host a cookout or host something that allows members outside of coming in for a gym for a workout to come in and be together. And um, another really cool thing that we do here that we always get really great feedback from is we do what we call PR week. And so every quarter, four times a year, we do a whole week dedicated to the idea of like deload and which, you know, as fitness people, we know what that means. But for people who may be listening, the the week where we just want to kind of prioritize movement over load and movement and recovery over loading and just working out, working out, working out and grinding the whole time. And so in this week, we have three of the six days that are dedicated to helping people see and measure progress beyond the scale, beyond the in-body, beyond the small changes and things that they feel themselves. So measuring things like three rep max for like a deadlift. So for a, a grandmother who's 62, who has five grandchildren who need to bend down to the ground, pick them up, testing something like a deadlift with the right form going for three reps and making sure that it's all perfectly to our standard is really cool seeing how she can progress every three months. And then we do things like shoulder mobility, which is helpful again for people who are reaching up into cabinets overhead and having to come down so they don't have pain in their shoulders, their neck, and lots of other things with hip mobility and stability and ankles and um, everything. Which John, I'm sure you're, you'll get all fired up if I told you the whole list. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's so great. I'm yes. already getting fired up and I want to talk about <laughs> right. how you're I can addressing see you. all yeah. things. Yeah. So we love it. And um, so back to the community though, everything like that. And then we celebrate the little wins. And I believe that is what helps the community continue to survive and thrive all the way through the pandemic into where we are now. It's celebrating the little wins in the journey that help make the whole entire journey a lot more enjoyable and, um, and successful. And I do that with air quotes, successful, mm -hmm. right? Because it's all depending yeah. on who the person is. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get into all of those great things that you mentioned, because not every gym is focusing on them. And I and it's, it speaks to really the quality of, so, you know, we've been community focused in the first seven minutes, but the quality of the programming that you're putting out there um, so that people can stay in the gym to be able to reach their goals and progress appropriately. Um, but who, if someone were to um, search, you know, fitness in Westchester and who is the type of person that would be coming to your gym? Who do you look to attract? Who would do really well in your gym in the community that you've created? Yeah, that's a great question. So we primarily work with people and I'm actually going to give you the like the kind of what I go over on like a phone call with getting to know someone. So when someone reaches out to us, if they search, I know gyms in Westchester or personal trainers in Westchester, we're speaking to the people who need that extra touch, who may need a little bit of handholding getting started again. Maybe they've been out of fitness for a very long time or never in fitness ever in their lives. And so we're that place that people come to either because they've been scared from other places, they've been hurt at other places, they've uh, been fearful of getting started, whatever, something's held them back in the past. And so we're that stepping stone for a lot of people where they'll come here um, and they will experience it in a whole new way. And I hear this a lot, like, wow, I didn't know that we could do that. Or wow, I didn't know that was a thing, or I've never done this before. And so we work with people who, um, hopefully you, you enjoy this, but we tell people we're the more of the prehab approach to fitness. Mm -hmm. We look at everything from more of a foundation of fitness more th rather than just 
can we get you to work out a whole lot, get you really sweaty, get you to burn calories? It's a lot more than that. And so you'll never hear us talking about burning calories or just working out. We usually say this is a training session. We say things like this is a part of the journey or this is a step in your journey. This is a piece of your puzzle. This is the, this is the missing piece, but setting that fitness foundation is the, the key factor. I always tell people over the phone is we're helping people either set a new foundation or to clear out some space of whatever they set before and bring the, all of the information they know about fitness back on top of the new foundation that we set so that they can build on it. So they can feel more successful and they can see progress and see the kind of results they want to have long-term because they've set up everything from the start in a really powerful way. Right. I love that. Um, in previous conversations I've had on this podcast, we've talked to individuals with are talking about how it's usually, and I don't know how this speaks to your experience with like someone who might call in the scenario we just discussed, but usually it's a life change is bringing people to the gym, right? It's the doctor told them they need to lose weight because they have high blood pressure or, you know, a medical emergency, or it's something going on at home, or, you know, they're dealing with some type of mental impact the you know mental thing that they need to get through or they're they're challenged with sobriety like a lot very often it's a life change that somebody is is bringing them back to the gym right um so the fact that you're providing that space for them based on what you just described it can create a safe space a welcoming space to say hey guys you know what we got you through this we're going to hold your hand and we've created these programs now getting back to what you talked about with the shoulder mobility and the you know hip mobility and all that kind of stuff like people very often if they've been hurt at another gym they've said well you know my pt or my doctor told me never to deadlift again or never to squat again cuz my back hurts or you know um i've what have i had recently same thing. I don't know. Like I had shoulder surgery. My doctor told me to never lift more than five pounds over my head. Like it <laughs> yeah, sounds right. like you've now created this program to create a safe space to say, no, like, you know what? You can do these things. You just need to be guided appropriately. And the gym doesn't have to be a scary space. Oh yeah, dude. High five me right now. Like just over the camp, just right. <laughs> that was yeah. fantastic. That's beautiful. Yes. Uh, I have a funny thing that I like to do is I like to kind of go full circle to hit my point. Whereas you just went like really direct, but yeah, that's exactly it. We want to look at, we're working with all those people with all those different reasons for why they get started or why they decide they need to make a change in whatever they were doing or what they've done in the past, but showing them that, yes, maybe your doctor said that you shouldn't deadlift anymore because it hurt your back. And so our response is, you're right. You shouldn't deadlift in the way that you were deadlifting before, but the deadlift can be one of the most powerful things you can do to help your back. Yep. If you're doing it properly with the right coaching, with the right bearing, with the right understanding of what we're trying to accomplish with it. And so we always break it down way down to the basics of like, okay, can we at least understand how to get our butt cheeks to squeeze to get the glute engagement, right? Can we understand just something as simple as that? And then yeah. if we can, great, let's level up to the next thing, which can we, can we brace? Can we understand where, how to pinch our, our, our shoulder blades and our blats and, and, and armpits, right? So all of those simple cues that we do in our training, the little simple things that we all come up with as coaches, but yeah, exactly, man, you nail on the head, boom, knocked it. Oh, nice. I love it. I love it. Um, so, so what's been, I, I, I love to hear it. Cause I didn't know the story that you started out as a blog way early and a podcast, and then it just kind of morphed into this gym. What, at what point did you decide, Hey, you know what? Like, I just need to, to open the space and create this community. Oh goodness. Like, did you just build up this clientele and you're like, I need to do my own thing. Or was it like you taught, you said you saw this underserved population. Was it a combination mm -hmm. of both? Like, cause it's a big leap to start a business, especially in the gym space. Like what, yeah. what was the big motivating factor for you to really take that plunge? Oh goodness. Uh, you know, I think, so I'll take it, I'll take it back to answer the question and give everyone who's listening or watching a better idea. So yeah. I've always been an entrepreneur and I've always had this like knack to have to start something, to have something of my own businesses, even back to when I was like single digit. Like I remember being eight and going out to my parents' garden in the summertime, picking all the tomatoes and the cucumbers and like the zucchinis and, and like even the herbs and like packaging them up in like sandwich baggies and going door to door in my neighborhood and selling them. And then like lawn care and all the different little things I've done in the past. And I knew that 
fitness was always a passion of mine. And so going through college, I, I majored my, my background, my degree, I have a bachelor's in marketing. And a lot of people, when they hear that, they're like, wait a second, how'd you get into fitness? I'm like, well, listen, like you can still have a really great background in fitness and get the certifications to be in fitness. You don't have to just study it in school to understand how to work and how to help people. Yep. So with my degree there, I knew I wanted to get into business and I didn't know which way I wanted to go with it. And so in 2010, when I had an internship, I worked for a pre speed school in downtown and uh, shout out to Eric. Yep. And um, actually I'll have to connect you with Eric. If you, or if you're looking for another guest there, 100%. Yeah, uh, he's a great guy. Um, but I went and worked with him and I, I saw this passion for working with athletes. And I thought to myself, wow, I was an athlete. I understand how athletes think and how athletes move. And I, what if I could tie the fitness part of it into it and, and start training. And so then I started working there part-time and then I started working at the Y part-time and I started working at all these other places and in that, and then getting certifications and realizing while I was an, I was a nanny, I was a manny, like literally a male nanny, mm -hmm. like work. I was a nanny for, for years, but while I did that and while I worked all these other jobs and as a trainer and a coach and working in corporate America for a while, I realized that that was not where I wanted to be. I wanted to do this under my own terms, with my own hat, with my own brand, everything. So mm -hmm. um, thank goodness for the support of my wife, uh, Lynn. She's amazing. Uh, she's another person who you might very well want to have on the podcast. I can tie her in there I'm too. In. Hook but me up. I'm in. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. Uh, yeah. But she, she's the one who allowed for me to, who really encouraged me and inspired me to say like, you know what, you can do this as a, as a full-time thing. So with her support, um, on the financial side, and she had the full-time job with all the benefits. I left all the other jobs and started this. But the time that little piece I mentioned earlier, yes, we started as a blog and a podcast, and I didn't know how I could make it happen. I just knew I wanted to. And yeah. so I've always been under this uh, this mindset of like ready, fire, aim. And so I do that with a lot of what I do, and and it served me well for a majority of the of what I do in, in life. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that mindset, I, I went ready, fire, and I just started podcasting, and I started recording, and I started writing blog posts about fitness and tips and and everything. And then that evolved into creating a brand. And once I had the logo made, it was a done deal. I was like, okay, now now I'm ready to rock and roll. I got the logo. It's, it's trademarked. Logo. It's <laughs> thank you. It's trademarked. It's tattooed on me. It's literally my life. But yeah. it is. But it has grown into this amazing thing that is now a community, that is a brand, that is a culture, that is that is more than me. And it's it's amazing. John, yeah. it's, it's freaking amazing, man. It's amazing. And I'd love to hear that because I think that that ready, fire, aim mindset is something that you know, a young entrepreneur, a young trainer needs to hear, like just take the plunge. But also like that person that's thinking on the outskirts, thinking like, well, I just can't find the community. I don't know what to do to get into fitness. I think... Just you have to step outside your comfort zone to grow a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where you're gonna see these big life changes. And and in my experience as well, like I, I have a similar mindset. It's mostly worked out for the better. And I wouldn't be who I am today without that ready fire aim mindset, right? And I think for those individuals looking to find a gym, I think it's it's take the plunge. Like if you find yeah. the right space. Sometimes it might be frustrating. Maybe it takes a gym or two, but when you find the right place, like don't be scared of fitness, fitness, fitness can open up. I think fitness to me is the one thing that can be the most impactful to most people, right? It, it affects health on so many, like so many levels, biologically, mm -hmm. like physiologically, mentally, it, it can just change the entire mindset and well-being of a person. And I think, um, that's where you're just you're doing such a great job to impact individuals through fitness um, to create this lasting change that's only going to help the. But speaking to that person that's you know having to call, like just take the plunge, like step outside your comfort zone, ready and fire, and Matt mm -hmm. will help you aim. Yeah, you like I did that. I like I did that. That's great. That's so good. Yes, you're right. And and for everyone who is listening, and and maybe even hopefully my members will listen, and our community will listen, and I'm sure they will because I'll, I'll pass it along. And and I, I'm speaking to them right now. It's no matter what you're going through right now, no matter what hurdles you've faced in the past, no matter what challenges that may come up in the future, just know that where you are right now is where you are because of what you've done. And it's mm -hmm. only up to it's up to you and only you to make a change if you want to see change, if you want something different, if you want to change your health, if you want to change your life. Life, if you want to change your family's lives, if you want to look better naked, if you want to do all these different things, then yeah, fitness can help 
in a majority of those areas. Fitness can even help in the professional sense, right? If you wake up earlier in the morning, you get your day started with a fitness routine, whether it's a 20 minute at home, go for a walk and do something quick or come into something like ours and go through a whole strength training program that is intelligently designed for the, for the adult, the busy adult, the busy mm-hmm. adult of any age, any background, any any anything at all we're an inclusive facility but you're right john it's you have to take action no matter what it is no matter where you are no matter what you want to do with your life there has to be action otherwise if nothing changes nothing will change absolutely we i 100 agree with you and like we're really the masters of our own destiny and there's mm-hmm. going to be ebbs and flows to like if we feel like getting off the couch or not but really if you if you want to see change like you can make it happen and you have to make it happen mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yeah I love it. That's right. Um, so tell me what led. So so now we've talked about your community. We've talked about the population you like to serve. Talk, what drove you? Because I love it. And not every gym does this. And, you know, as a physical therapist, I understand nobody wants to be in physical therapy. And you guys really, Matt, are the first step in the process of changing the healthcare system. What led you to create your mobility programs and, you know, the the things that are going to keep people out of the medical system and keep people out of physical therapy because nobody we all know the biggest predictor of success is being able to continue to do you know the and being consistent in a fitness program but if you're and same thing goes with athletes like you can't you can't get um can't reach athletic achievement if you're sitting on the bench because you're hurt and you also can't see all the fitness progress and health progress you want to make if you're hurt and you can't get to the gym for Matt to guide you. So what led you to create these programs that are going to keep people out of the orthopedics office, out of the physical therapy office to make sure that they can be consistent in their program? Oh, man, loaded, loaded, but wonderful, wonderful question. Uh, you know, I, I do want to make sure I shed some light here. We're, we're really good at what we do. We are really good at what we do, but we're not magic make workers, right? We, we're not able to create something out of nothing. We're not able to do something that is magic, but we're really, really good. And so to speak on that point, when we talk about being that prehab approach to fitness, it, 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 it's hard. It's hard being in this little niche that we're in. And thank goodness we have, again, such an amazing community of people who like, know, and trust and respect us. And we've become that authority now where people, it's, it's not only word of mouth, but it's word of mouth that continues to spread. It like ripples out and ripples out and ripples out where people are hearing about us. And we're serving people, not just in the Westchester community, but it, like people who are coming into our facility in Malvern, in Exton, yes, but in Chad's Ford, in Paoli, and uh, we have people coming all the way out from, oh my goodness, um, King of Prussia. We have people within a 20-mile radius, people coming to us, mm-hmm. but we're also still serving people virtually too because of well, all the, the COVID restrictions we had way back. There are still people who are working with us in Connecticut and in uh, Virginia and New Jersey and uh, Western PA and Delaware and oh my gosh, all over different time zones. Mm-hmm. But to, to answer more specifically what, what we're talking about, I want to, I want to make sure I'm very specific. So what question should I address first? Which piece of that chunk do you want me to, to answer? Can I knock out first? I mean, actually need a refresher, refresh me. Oh yeah. So <laughs> what led you, so the, 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 I, what led you to find that you wanted to occupy this kind of prehab space and create the mobility programs to keep them out of my office? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So like I was saying, we're not perfect in that way. So yes, we do have to still send people over to your office and, and it's very few and far between. Thank goodness for us. Maybe not so much for you, John, but that's why I, I don't want to see so people. Great. People don't want to be in PT. They want to work <laughs> right, out. I right, get it. Right. It's fine. So we're looking at it, it. It's a really difficult niche to be in because we're serving a population that is underserved, but also a population who is who has been served in many places in many different ways before where they think that that fitness is just a one size workout and that's what it needs to be whether it's going the strength training route or going the crossfit route or going to burn like the burn it all out and like do like a fast high intensity hit kind of boot camp it doesn't matter what it is right fitness for anyone can be anything and who am i to say that strength training is the best that's not the argument here the argument is if we start from the simple the simple parts where in the first week of people coming here, your first day before you even begin, everyone who starts with our program does a full hour, full one-on-one session with a trainer, a full hour where we go through a full, we do a functional movement screen. So we usually spend about 20 to 30 minutes on that depending on who the person is, what their background is, what their limitations are from our um, original meeting, knowing what they've gone through, what kind of limitations they have. 
we work with a lot of people who have had knee replacements, who have had shoulder surgeries with spinal fusions, with pacemakers, with titanium hips, with steel rods in their femurs, with uh, ankle surgeries, with everything. The list goes on and on and on, John. But we had to position ourselves a little differently, especially with where we are. We're literally right next door, like the two biggest gyms in Westchester, like within a mile radius of us. Mm -hmm. And so with being here, we had to position ourselves a little differently. So we went the route of, we are a personal training facility that operates in a small group setting. And our small group is very small. And I think we're one of the only, if not the only personal small group personal training facility in the entire county and because we we do we prioritize the movement and safety over workout and sweat and that's how we've been able to keep people here for i mean we have people who have been here for three four five six even seven years and i'm not just talking about a couple people who i can count on my hands more than i can count on all of my digits hands yeah. and toes and nice. it's it's really it's really incredible and then, but it's empowering and that that those are the people who made me realize made us realize that we can serve this population, that we can survive in business, that we can continue to thrive because we positioned ourselves in a way that no one else is doing and that no one else wants to take that. No one else wants to go out of their way to say, we're not going to focus just on weight loss. Yes, that'll be part of the journey, but no one else is willing to, to not share the transformation pictures. We've had hundreds of people lose hundreds of body pounds of body fat that we can measure with an in body that we can see actual success more than just weight loss right mm -hmm. i could get i could get you a fitness a, a, a doctor of physical therapy i could get you to lose five pounds in an hour guarantee it but you'll lose you'll gain that five pounds in the back in the next 36 hours anyway because it's gonna basically be water weight right right and you'll hate your experience you never want to come back here and that's why i tell everybody who comes in it's not a matter of weight loss anymore it's a matter of your health and prioritizing movement and prioritizing the healthy habits that are sustainable for long term. And so when you see the one pound of body fat come off of your body, that's huge. We celebrate that like it like it was the 10 pound goal that you came in with. Like the one yeah. pound body fat is much better than the five pounds of weight that you've lost in the previous program that you regained and probably extra. And so look, going with that prehab approach to fitness and looking at everything is really slow, smart, scientific, and taking our time with it allows for people to progress in a steady way that is sustainable. And then when it's sustainable, you can all the endless possibilities of what we can do. Absolutely. You said a couple of things, things in there I want to address. Um, but first, can you describe what you mean by personal training in a small group setting and what that looks like for someone coming in? Sure. So for us on average in our, in our small group setting, you typically have one coach or one trainer with about six people. That's mm -hmm. a pretty average number for us. Sometimes it's a few less. Maybe it's like one with four. Sometimes it's a couple more. Maybe it's like one with seven or eight. But generally speaking, we have a space that can fit 55 people by fire code. We only allow 12 adults in there at one time as a max. Mm -hmm. And if that is the case where we have 12 adults in there, we usually have two small groups of six because we have two coaches. Excuse me. We have two coaches. Mm -hmm. who are spaced out in the gym where we have enough space, enough equipment and enough to make sure it's happening. But the personal training aspect comes in where someone who's, so if you had a personal trainer, that person would not only write down the prescribed exercises for you, but guide you through them and modify them based on your individual needs. Instead of just being like, Oh, your back hurts with the deadlifts. Let's just do some sit-ups just so you can get a good crunch and ab burn in there. No, like that's not the case with us. If you're not able to do a deadlift because of mechanical issues that cause back pain, we're going to take a step back and look at the root of what's happening there and figure mm -hmm. out what's going on with your movement. Take it all the way down to the base. Maybe start with something as simple as like a dead bug just to figure out what, what's happening or maybe just a plank, right? Just to understand how to properly feel the right kind of engagement they want to have with their lower body, with their upper body, connecting the what is it, the mind muscle connection bring that all into play right mm -hmm. but that's that's how we make it so that it is literally it's personal training and the coach or the trainer who is on for that session will have more uh, the requirement here is five touches so five individual personal touches with each person within the hour that they're training and our whole entire program is is involved in one hour so from the start which is like foam rolling and, and warm-up which is a group-led warm-up that progresses into what we call our prep rep section, which 
Uh, oh, I also skipped over. We'll do like the demonstrations and things like that, right? Um, mm -hmm. And show some modifications for people who we know are maybe in there for that moment. But then we go into some things called the prep rep section, which is just our nice way of saying like the really light weights before you progress into the heavier or whatever the program says. And then we only have three exercises that are focused on strength and then two to three exercises that are focused a little more on like the conditioning side of things, keeping it really simple, really basic and covering all of the areas that we want to cover for that session. But you can go through it all and then we leave a little pocket at the end for stretching and for the correctives that we may have written put together from the fms for each individual so it is personalized fitness it is personal training just in a shared setting so people who want to have a one-on-one -on -one trainer who may not be able to afford it at that moment or may not want to invest that kind of money or maybe just don't want to be having someone watch them the entire hour like mm -hmm. this is for them this is for the people who want that touch without all the extra all the other things that may come with just the one-on-one -on -one. right Perfect. I love it. I mean, that that seems to be a trend. And I, I think it's a great trend. And I think people can get a great service that way, because you can write them an individual program. And then you you can make sure that they're getting what they need. And they're, you're being held accountable to get the results that they're paying for. But then they're also being held accountable to do the work. They can't just go hide in a boot camp class or, you know, whatever, and, and then complain that they're not seeing the results they want a month right. later. Yeah, yeah. right. Absolutely. So you spoke, you touched briefly on two um, changing like the big, like I want to hear about people's perception of fitness and how, what your biggest challenges in changing people's perception of fitness, because you had briefly touched upon like what people's prior preconceived notions on fitness are, and that sometimes we need to change them in order to get them the results that they want. Um, so can you talk about some of the challenges that you see with people coming into the gym with, based on their prior fitness experiences and how you're changing preconceived notions to get them to a, to a healthy spot to be able to, um, you know, get over whatever pain they may be coming into the gym with, um, but then also to achieve their goals that they're looking for, they're coming to you for? Sure. So again, a lot of it's mindset, John. A lot of it is just, it's mindset. It's knowing and understanding that, it's rare to hear me say that the, the, the word results, because I believe that results indicate a finish, indicate an end. They, they show you that you've done something and this is the end result of whatever it was that you were doing. So when people, if people come in here to meet with me uh, and they say like, well, what kind of results can I have? in, you know, in a one month trial? And I say, well, that depends on you. And if that means that you're done at the end of the month, then your results are are really depend on yours. And sometimes they look at me like, I have three heads. Like, what are you talking about, Matt? And I, and I have to elaborate and say like, it's more, it's, it's more important to understand that this is a journey. And for us here at Bent on Better, but I mean, anywhere, right? This is for any fitness professional out there. This is for any coach, just for any gym owners, for anybody. Help, we need to make a difference in this community, this fitness community that we're all a part of. We're leading the industry in fitness as owners and as fitness professionals. And with all these fit influencers on Instagram, uh, we, need to set, we need to set ourselves up for more success ourselves by helping to show people that it's not just a matter of doing a 10 day ab workout that's going to get you shredded for summer or, or, or the targeting that's going to say like 30 days to a hot new body or get your mm -hmm. summer body ready or get dressed ready or bikini ready, whatever, it, whatever the terminologies are these days. We have to shift that mindset and it starts with us. It starts with us as the fitness influencers and the fitness professionals and the people in the fitness industry. We have to change the narrative so that people who we're speaking to and the people who we want to change lives for like, John, you got started in this industry because you want to change people's lives. You want to help people recover because they've gotten to a place where they're literally in pain, injury, full, like things that have prevented them from moving forward with their lives. Mm -hmm. Same thing with me. I got started because I feel I realized there was an underserved population who were being overlooked in all the classes, who were being overlooked and didn't want to be worked with with the trainers because they weren't the athletic type that could just do a program and be done with it. We, right. The people who need the most attention are the ones that we serve, but we need to change the narrative and it needs to go from working out gives you results to doing a program that is involved in fitness, whatever that might be, can be a stepping stone in the direction of where you're trying to get. And as long as you understand that there's no actual destination when it comes to fitness and working out, you will forever be happy with your results or lack thereof because you understand that it's a journey instead of a destination. And that is the biggest thing that I want to get across for everyone who listens in. It's not a destination. If we operate in only a destination and not about the journey, 
we're, we're going to fail. But if we can think about it as it is a step along the way or th there are – and there will be detours and there will be things that come up, but it is literally just a journey. And as long as you don't have an end destination that will say that that's where I'm, I'm going to – that's when I will stop, you're going to always be successful. Always. Mm -hmm. 100%. I love it. That that's the mindset is huge. The journey analogy is amazing. Um, I mean, that's where it's at. And the energy that you're bringing to that message is amazing. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much, Matt. So we talked about as we were kind of prepping before we went live, we talked about the challenges of gym owners and COVID and um, how it seems like you were able and you touched on it as well, like how you were, were able to grow your business to now serve those that might be outside of the, you know, the zip code or the time zone. Um, can you talk about how COVID, um, the challenge of COVID changed your gym, helped you build a stronger community and opened up possibilities to serve more people? Because it seems like it, you came out of COVID on the other end, which was, you know, gyms and restaurants, the hardest hit industries, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it seems like you were able to kind of flip it on its, you know, on its head, take a different perspective. And really it was, it was a, I'm sure it was challenging, but also now it's coming out on the other end. You can look back and say, wow, that was actually good for business. And it was something that, that helped us grow, helped me grow as a person, helped us grow as a business. And we're, we're just better for it. Yeah. Well, before I even go into everything with that, to answer all the different pieces that I want to answer with that question. It's, it's really a majority of this is thanks to our community. So we survived COVID because of the amazing community that we have here and because of the amazing people who work with me as part of my team. And it, with the support of my team and our community, we did survive and we were able to continue to survive and now thrive. And now we've, we've literally year after year improved fitness or excuse me, improved. Yes. Our fitness, we've improved our business and uh, revenue and everything Every, year after year has gotten better and better. And COVID, although six months of those 12 months were probably the worst months of business on record, right. For, uh, for everybody in the right, industry. Yeah. Uh, but I know speaking from experience, it was, it was hard. I mean, sleepless nights, countless days of, of whether or not I, we were going to go down the drain. I didn't know. It's like every day I was operating in this idea of like, well, we survived yesterday. We didn't fail. So maybe we'll be okay today. And then next day we'll be like, okay, well, we made it through yesterday. Maybe we'll be okay today. And this every day was like one step at a time, one day at a time. But it was, again, the journey. It's a journey of not knowing what's ahead, but just knowing that we have to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so with the community support, people came out of the woodworks. You know, it was really cool seeing the support that came through. And, and everyone struggled, right? There are a lot of people who struggled. Uh, but but speaking on the, the virtual aspect of it, we were – so when we – so here in PA, um, you know, it's just it's a little weird going down trip down uh, memory lane here. But in PA, when we had when we were we were all notified that there was going to be a two week shutdown right back in March. Mm -hmm. That weekend, I I called a team meeting with it was just me, Nick, and Alicia. So just the three of us, three coaches. And at that time, I was full time coaching as well with with the two of them. And we all met, and I was like, guys, like this is what the situation is. We didn't know how serious it was. We we're like, great, we have two weeks. We're going to record two weeks worth of content, and literally. We just all shared our like we shared the uh, the the amount of storage we had on our phones and recorded on all three of our phones the, all the different movements for the program for two weeks. Yeah. And we said, "Got everybody!" This before we even realized what Zoom could do. We were like, "Great, we're going to go live on on Facebook every day, twice a day, and like Monday through Friday, and we're going to have all this pre-recorded content." And literally that weekend before that Monday of like starting the two week shutdown, we had content recorded. We had. Facebook uh, already set up for live for, scheduled out for the two weeks. And we, mm -hmm. and we just said like, we'll continue to open back up then. And uh, of course there were lots of hiccups that came up and then we were that two weeks turned into the six months and we were literally weren't able to come into the facility to operate. I mean, I was coming in just to, like for my own health, my mental and physical, uh, yeah. like my health, but, but no one else was could join me. And, mm -hmm. but in those six months of still paying rent and still having to keep the light, pay for everything else, we, we realized that there was an opportunity to serve people because it was working for us. So we reached out to our, our local communities, our actual personal communities and said, Hey, we're, we're doing this online training. You want to come try this out for it was like really, I think it was like free for the first, whatever it was week or trial. And then we like had to, of course, try to charge something. And the coolest part about that, John was we have such an amazing, amazing community. And I will never tire of saying it, an amazing community hmm. that people would 
like even with a free offer, they'd be like, oh, that's great. Like, let me just make a donation anyway. And like, of course, we're going to accept it. And it was amazing. Yeah. And so the, the kindness and thoughtfulness of the, our community and the people who are in our like surrounding connection community on online, mm-hmm. we were working with people all over the East Coast and even into like Midwest, like uh, different time zones, different areas. And it was really weird trying to work that out with like Zoom training. Yeah. Where, like it would be like 6 a.m. our time, but like 4.30 their time. It was so weird. But mm-hmm. we, we made it work. And yeah. That continued every time we continue to just say like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep it around for another few months. Yeah, we'll keep it around for another few months. And we still literally offer real-time virtual training for people who are still That's with great. us since the pandemic. So, yeah, yeah, our community. So so how are you doing the real-time virtual training, if I can ask? Are you just put it, setting up a camera to, to watch what's going on in the gym? Or are you guys getting one-on-one on a camera with someone that wants that online service? How are you guys working that? Yeah, we have a, so everything, so we have a whole hundreds, like over a hundred, probably even more than that. Uh, we have pre-recorded videos, but all mm-hmm. the, all of our videos are a little more unique in that they're not just like workout with a coach videos, which that's so oversaturated. We decided not to go that route yeah. and we just do really great great quick overviews of what the movements are for the program. So people can see an idea and know what our expectations are for those movements. And then, so that accompanies the virtual coaching, which is we have an iPod or excuse me, an iPad that we carry around on a tripod and we keep an earpiece in like an AirPod in, and we will just walk around the gym and, and keep the live connection there. So if at any time someone has a a coaching cue they need, or they need some help with modifying a weight, or if they have pain in a certain area, then whoever the coach is that's in charge of the iPad will kind of finish up whatever they're doing and go over to the iPad and directly work with that person in real time. And it's Mm -hmm. been a beautiful thing where in the wintertime now, even with the weather being so weird here in PA, sometimes people don't want to commute from King of Prussia down to Westchester when they know they can log on virtually online at home and bring their, their cam, their, uh, their phone into their, like their community gym or maybe their basement. And they have equipment there where they can pull up our program. That's online already part of our on-demand virtual coaching program and then they can work with us in real time and see the program just like when you're in the here in the facility you can work with us in real time you see the program displayed on one of the three different tvs we have and it's a really great thing where people can now have another opportunity to stay on track with their journey it it gives you opportunity for the consistency of keeping the journey going so that you're not falling off because of poor weather because maybe you're feeling under the weather maybe you're not able to get in here because of kids schedules or or schedule with work or something you can still stay consistent from home uh and and yes maybe you won't make the super super big strides of progress at home with like your 10 pound dumbbells as you could with like the better range of stuff we have here Mm-hmm. But you can still stay consistent, and that's the key for why we've continued to offer that as a part of our program. I love it. I love how you're doing that too, where you have the iPad on the tripod. I think that's amazing. That's great. It's helpful, that's- and it's so great because we can address it at any point in time. Where you know it's not stationary. So if we need to, if you know we have a group of people over on one side, and it's just on the one side of the gym, we have a, um, a three thousand square foot facility. So to run from one side to the other side is like okay, that's a that's a hike to like yeah. answer a question real fast. So we we can carry it along and, and plant it on one side and talk. And it's and it's yeah, it's been really great. It's been really great. Oh, what a great solution! I love it. But that, that's the thing. I think the. The gyms that I've talked to, the if, for them to be able to find solutions like that and pivot a little bit instead of kind of like this woe is me attitude, like the government shutting me down. But the gyms that were able to pivot quickly and provide those services now on the back end, it's more services to be able to help influence more people. And they're like you said, like they're exploding because now they have all these offerings and they're prepared if something, God forbid, something happens like that again or offer like you or like you said, like if there's there's weather or whatever, like now people have options and they don't need to feel like they're missing out. Right. And they also, but that it also adds value to your service. Um, so it's a win-win all around for everyone. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, so you also have all kinds of, you've talked a a couple of times about all of the content you've put together with the videos and everything, but you also have talked about how, um, you're passionate about podcasting. Do you want to talk about some of the the podcasting and do you still do the blog? Like talk to me about your content. Like bring yeah. it. Let's see. Yeah, it. man. Yeah, of course. So a little personal plug, shameless plug here. So if anyone's listening, you want to listen to some more information, like more fitness geared information and talks with it. If you're enjoying my voice, if you don't mind me, the 10,000 miles per hour, my voice goes and my high pitched voice, you can swing over to any podcasting platform, Spotify or Apple podcasts or Stitcher, any of those, and just search bent on better. 
And that's how it all started. So there are, seriously, I think at this point in time, we're, we've broken the 100 mark, which is pretty cool, um, of, of podcasts just for the Bent on Better podcast. And those are all types of things, right? So back in like the 2015, 2016 days, that was a lot of interview-focused things. And bringing it forward now to most recent times, uh, me and uh, Nick, who is one of, who's our head of adult programming here, Nick and I sit down and we have multiple conversations conversations around the topics of fitness and recovery and strength training and mobility work and helping to reframe mindset. And then starting later this summer, uh, we have another season coming out of the Bent on Better podcast where Lynn and I, another coach here, she's part of our prenatal postnatal program. And I'm actually, it's funny, I'm name dropping these people, um, mm -hmm. but I want to be, let everyone know how, how, like, again, community, Nick is my brother. And Lynn is my wife. So there are five people who work here, five people who work here full time as coaches and staff, and three of them are related. So this is literally a family owned and operated business, which is really cool. I'm really proud yeah. to say, but we go over everything from and in Lynn's in the podcast that are coming out this summer with Lynn that I'm not sure when this episode will come out, but they may already be released. We're talking a little more on like focus with women's health and prenatal postnatal focus and pelvic floor and the topics that, that come up that aren't being addressed as well as they need to be addressed in the fitness industry. And we have these conversations and they're all kind of like this. They're, they're a little back and forth. It's a little bit more of a conversation than it is a lecture, but we're making statements that are, that need to be said in the industry that need to be brought up that not too many other fitness professionals are talking about that we're not bringing out, whether it's because they just want to focus on whatever it is uh, with trying to just sell, sell, sell money, 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 weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, or if they just are, not into it. They don't want to share the things that we know. But if I can get on my soapbox for just a moment while we're talking about this podcast, mm -hmm. everything that we do here for us, and John, I think you can probably relate, everything we do is to is to set the intention and to pave the way for more fitness professionals to do it and to show people that there is more to weight loss, there is more to fat loss, there is more to changing your health than just work out to get sweaty to be done. There's a lot more to it. And if you can focus on the other things, it makes the journey, like I've said that time, they said that a lot, but it's, it's real. It's, it's a journey. It's everything like in life. It makes yeah. it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. So guys, please go over, listen to the Ben on Better podcast, keep in touch with what Matt's putting out, because as you can see, he brings a ton of value um, and it's all, it's all super well-intentioned. He, he wants to make sure that everybody is, you know, he can provide support for everyone. So please head over and, and watch the content, go to his gym, you know, all of the above. Yeah. We're on YouTube. You can search yeah. bent on better on YouTube. You can Google bent on better, uh, for the podcast. You can also, if you're looking to hear something a little outside of just me talking, you can look up the better fitness proof podcast. And that's where I sit down with, as of right now, over 30 of our members who have talked about their experience with fitness and the challenges they've gone through the hurdles they've had to overcome and really just helps put in perspective of how fitness works for them and how it can work for you. So yeah, it's, I welcome it. I welcome it. And of course, connect in any way you'd like to. And I'm not sure if we're wrapping it up, but I'm almost kind of like wrapping it up anyway. Yeah. It's, I mean, we could go on for hours. You want to keep talking? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Dude, I could talk for hours. You know, I love this. I could totally do it. hundred <laughs> um, percent. I mean, and, and is there anything before we do wrap this up maybe? Um, because I know like, you know, we both have to get to evening training totally, sessions yeah. and everything. Totally, How, totally joking. Is there anything else you want to touch on? You I can tell you're super passionate about helping people and fitness <laughs> and everything that's involved in the, the realms of wellness. And like, is there anything else you want to touch on? Yeah, no, I think we hit on a lot. And really just a little last piece, a little nugget for everybody who's listening in. It's no matter where you are, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've overcome, no matter what challenges that lie ahead, just know that if you, if you say you can't, you won't. But if you say you can, you will. And if you allow yourself and give yourself the permission to change your mindset and to adjust the way you think, so much more in your life can change and improve and become better. And so with that, John, uh, thank you for, for having me on here. It's been my pleasure to have on here and, and chat with you. You're, you're doing amazing things over there at Precision Performance, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to hang out with you here, and hopefully we can have another one in the future. Oh, 100%. And I need to make sure that I come in and check out all the great things you're doing. It's yeah, been man, too yeah. long. Absolutely. Yes. Come um, yeah. Do you want to, we've shared a little bit about how they can find you with the podcast, but how, if people want to reach out to you to join the gym, um, you want to share how they can do that website, social media, any of those things? Sure. Yeah. Where you can Google it. Literally, if you just Google bent on better, everything will come up from Instagram. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. 
we're on YouTube and we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So we're all over the place. And it really just matters what what platform you like to use the most and where you'd like to connect. But I would welcome the conversation. If anyone has questions, if you want to talk to me about fitness, if you just want to shoot the breeze and talk about anything we've discussed in this podcast, I would welcome it. You can send me an email. It's Matt, M-A-T-T, at bentonbetter.com or just reach out on any social media platform. And uh, whoever's managing it will surely notify me that there's a message that came in through me and I'll make sure I get in touch. Perfect. You know what? We almost forgot, Matt. We almost What's forgot that? the the um, the final five questions. Oh, the the right. thing everybody listens to this podcast <laughs> for, we almost forgot. Are they list- that's what they listen for, the, the, the final five? Absolutely. But I'm All really right. interested to hear your answers. Let's, let's um, do it, man. I hope I can provide it. What would be your walkout song? <sighs> will be my walkout song oh my goodness problem man at this point i have such an eclectic list of music i could go on and on anything like i i've always been a fan of nsync and backstreet boys like that okay. probably something like that but anything man you could play anything and i probably know it and i probably love it <laughs> love it um what's your favorite exercise deadlifts oh i like it just regular barbell deadlift it's barbell deadlifts go classics yeah get it if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be Will it give me all of the proper nutrition that I need? No, this is whatever, oh, whatever, whatever it could be, man. In a perfect world, if I if I didn't have the uh, if if I knew that gluten and dairy didn't mess up my belly so much, it would be pizza. But mm-hmm. uh, since they do, I I gotta go with eggs. They're so versatile. I love eggs. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, what's a guilty pleasure that you have? That's a great question. I don't know if I have anything that's really <laughs> guilt guilty enough to share. I mean, I don't know. I really. Uh, I really enjoy watching kids shows. That's that's a, a guilty pleasure. Like I will watch kids shows with my boys, with my little boys anytime. You, I love you know, love it. You know, I was talking to, to somebody the other day and I, you know, I don't really watch TV, but then I was thinking about it, I was like actually I do, but it's all of my son's shows. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I, won't, I won't sit down to just watch TV and he doesn't watch a ton of TV, but it's like no, you know what? I actually do watch a bunch of TV and it's but it's just what he's watching. What's on your what's on your TV the most? With like the top couple things? Ninjago. He's seven. Ninjago. Okay. Well, I have a yeah. six-year-old, so I fear they're probably close. to six and four. So uh, we, we see a lot of, I mean, everything. They're all over YouTube. We love watching people play Minecraft and mm-hmm. Roblox. Like that's like a big thing for us. So I, I literally, but I'll sit there and watch it too, like, because it's, I spend time with my kids and I'll do that. So yeah, there's like, yeah, absolutely. Pleasure. Um, and then finally, what's your favorite thing about the Philadelphia Westchester area? Oh, I love that we have all four seasons here, even though I prefer just always being warm and summertime. I love that we have all four seasons so we can experience it. And they, I mean, just Westchester itself is beautiful. I've, I grew up in, in Oxford. It's a Southern Chester County area. It's like out in the middle of nowhere with like literally growing up, there's like cows and horses in the yard behind my yard. And so growing up here, I feel like I'm in the big city without all the big city bustle. It's, it's amazing. I, I, it's beautiful. I love Westchester. Love it. Love it here. Excellent. Well, Matt, we'll close it on that. And I, again, I appreciate everything you're doing. It's clear that you're just so passionate about helping people and you've created a, a safe community to be able to do so. So for that, we, um, I appreciate you and I'm glad that we could kind of help spread the word for you. Thanks, man. Well, thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. You keep, keep doing you. High fives. High five. High five. Got it. Boom. All right, man. Thanks, Matt. Talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Hey, hold on a second. Don't leave yet. This is your host, Dr. John Herding, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fitness Philadelphia. If you did, I'm going to ask you to do three simple things. They take less than five minutes and they go such a long way. We really do appreciate it. Number one, please subscribe to our show wherever you listen to it. iTunes, Spotify, or whatever it may be. Number two, please leave us a favorable review. Number three, share it. Put it on social media, talk about it with your friends, send it in a text message, whatever you can do to share this episode, because we put a lot of work into it and we want to make sure as many people are getting the value out of it as possible. And lastly, if you'd like to learn more, please go to precisionperformancept.com backslash fitness Philadelphia. Thank you so much. This is Dr. John Herding. This is Fitness Philadelphia and have a great day.